Go. Yaakov Avinu was searching for a wife. So he goes to Lavan. And the Torah describes that Lavan has two daughters. Rachel and Leah. Rachel, very beautiful. Leah, less so. Says the, says the Torah, Yaakov Avinu loved Rachel and wants to marry her. And that's how the Torah presents. Question. People are asking me, is, is this so vain? Is, is, is that the story of Yaakov? Yaakov chooses to marry a woman and loves her because she's pretty? What was wrong with, what was wrong with Leah? Well, I'd like to suggest that there's more than meets the, than meets the eye. Let's roll it back just a little bit and look at the, the story, the subtle story before the story. He had never met Leah before, but he had met Rachel. The Torah describes Yaakov having a terrible, terribly difficult experience where his brother wants to kill him. Yaakov needs to flee for his life. He has, he's robbed. He has no money. <laughs> he's all alone. He has no family. He need, he, he's sad and he needs, he needs love. He needs, he needs a smile. He needs a kind word. And he arrives at this well and the people who clearly are used, you know, are, are the, the people who are present, Right? The people who are citizens, they don't even greet him. They don't even recognize him. They, they don't even talk to him. It's Yaakov, the outsider, the visitor, who starts the conversation and says, Hey guys, how are you? Where are you from? And, and if you read the Medrash carefully, they say, Listen, we don't have any time to talk to you. You want to talk to someone? Oh yeah, go talk to that girl, the Rachel over there. So Rachel approaches, and Yaakov does her a favor. Her, she's thirsty, her... her Sheep need, need water. He, he helps her out. And presumably, she speaks to him. A conversation ensues. Who are you? And she talks to him. And Yaakov unburdens himself. Finally, there's someone to, someone to speak to him. Not only that, Yaakov begins to, he begins to cry. And he kisses her. And he's crying. <laughs> that's, a, that's a strange thing to experience with a total stranger. But she had been kind to him. And that is why he had let down his guard. You see, I work with, I work with couples. I often find myself saying the following sentence. Love is found in the vulnerable space between people. Love is found in the vulnerable space between people. You know, I see people, men especially, who are like too macho to share their feelings, to be needy, to show weakness that they need their spouse's love. It's a mistake. And it, it's a love blocker. It does not allow, does not allow the couple to, to, to develop emotional intimacy and closeness. The story here, I believe, is showing us that there's a reason, very much a reason, why Yaakov loved Rachel. Because she had, she had been vulnerable to him. He had helped her. And he had been vulnerable to her. When he, had, when, when he needed a kind word, <laughs> when he needed a listening ear, she had been there just to hear him and, and, and hear, hear, hear about his difficulties. So much so that he kisses her and cries and cries. We learn from here that the secret to Yaakov Avinu's decision to marry Rachel and, and his apparent love for her had to do with the... With the Expression of vulnerability. Because after all, after all, uh, love is found in the vulnerable space between people. So if you have people in your life, maybe a spouse, maybe parents or children, maybe friends, 
and you'd like to love them more? Two things. First of all, don't be so macho. Don't be so macho. Allow yourself to be vulnerable. Allow yourself to, sh- to share your fears and worries and difficulties. And make it safe for your spouse and the other person in the relationship to be able to be, be vulnerable to you. And that will breed love between the two of you.